0: Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program.
1: Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm Julie Perkins. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Robin Kehoe of the Public Employees Roundtable and the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund, um, more commonly known as FIA. I'm sure you all know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Wells, the Federal Managers Association, and Jim Seymour of the Public Employees Roundtable and the Partnership for Public Service. And we're here to talk about um, this year's Public Service Recognition Week, which is May 1st through uh, May 7th. Um, And we're going to give you a little preview. We've got events that start this weekend and go through um, towards the end of May. So it's becoming Public Service Recognition Month, I think. But um, let me introduce my guests. um, Now that I've introduced them, let me um, give them an opportunity to say a little bit about themselves. I'm going to start with Robin.
2: Sure. Um, I'm Robin Keough. I am the Development and Communications Director for FIA. Um, And also a proud member of PER, been representing FIA on the PER board for going on 15 years now. Um, And really proud of the work that we do as a coalition for federal employees. Jim?
3: And good morning, Julie. Yes, Jim Seymour from the Partnership for Public Service. I'm the director of programs and events uh, for about 13 years with the organization and uh, helping support Public Service Recognition Week uh, during those years. Uh, And also work uh, very much uh, with our own uh, recognition programs of the partnership, uh, namely the Service to America Medals, which I think a lot of your listeners uh, would be familiar with.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. And our color commentary from Todd.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
0: Julie. My name is Todd Wells with the Federal Managers Association. I'm the executive director there. I'm coming up on my ninth year and um, proud member of PER, the Public Employees Roundtable, uh, you've already talked about it a little bit, has have Jim and Robin, but you know it's a coalition of about 30, 40 different uh, organizations who um, represent different uh, groups in the federal government and public, and, uh, local and state as well. So,
1: so um, who wants to start? Well, I, I, I think most of our listeners are familiar with PER, but when you go to, I, I've been doing some research on the website about um, this year's Public Service Recognition Week, and um, it's uh, quite a long list of member organizations, and um, who wants to tell us how it all started? I'll jump
3: in. As as Todd says, there's a a couple dozen uh, member organizations that come together to help uh, organize Public Service Recognition Week every year. Uh, Other organizations include the Senior Executives Association or Young Government Leaders, NAPA, ASPA, um, a long list of acronyms uh, in our, <laughs> along our members, uh, and also the Federal Employee Unions. Mm-hmm. And so what's great is all of our organizations that work together with government employees at the federal, state, and local level across the country, uh, we all work hard throughout the year to make sure that uh, we're sharing good stories about the work that uh, government employees are doing on our behalf every day. Uh, but Public Service Recognition Week is that uh, opportunity each year, is a, a catalyst to come together mm. and uh, really making sure that others uh, within government and outside government are are taking time to uh, be aware of and appreciate uh, showcase the the good work that uh, government employers are doing.
1: So, um, with the Public Service Recognition Week, um, that's a kind of a mouthful. I'm mm. trying to figure out. <laughs> PSRW. PSRW. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it started about, what, 30 years ago? A little over,
2: yeah, almost uh, 32 years now. Uh-huh.
1: And um, what was the whole, um, who who's who was the push behind it? Or was it just a bunch of organizations that realized it was time to? Yeah, the mm.
2: Public Employees Roundtable had started uh, about three or four years before that. And so that coalition of good government groups kind of talking about Making their mission more visible, mm-hmm. and how could they make the mission more visible, um, both to to members of Congress and to the public at large? Um, and so, the first Public Service Recognition Week actually included a huge event on the National Mall. Oh, wow! Um, big tents and a bunch of different federal agencies came and exhibited. They actually had a separate set of tents just for military. Agencies, they brought planes and helicopters mm-hmm. and tanks and all sorts of equipment. It of um, so fun. it was something very, yes. very visible for both people locally here in Washington and for any tourists who mm-hmm. might be wandering mm-hmm. around on the mall to come and get information about what it means to work in the federal government mm-hmm. and and to learn a little bit more about what your government does for you.
4: Well,
1: and that was the. Before the internet, really, right. so mm-hmm. um, it, it's good that people actually have some visual and can see all the benefits of and career opportunities, but all the right. benefits that government does for them. And we have members
0: of Congress would speak as well, um, mm-hmm. administration mm-hmm. officials. But I'll...
1: yeah, no, and we, you know, we um,
2: we had some citizenship ceremonies mm-hmm. um, a couple of times, oh, and right. it, eventually it just got to the point where it was a very expensive undertaking. I remember and the tanks on the mall? I, I,
1: you know, when you yeah. said that, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember the military having their big, mm-hmm. huge, and then of course, then the mall was had to get repaired every right. time. But <laughs> yeah,
3: still under um, renovation. <laughs> 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 the
0: tanks just did it.
3: <laughs> but I think too that switch to the uh, the digital age and uh, mm-hmm. internet communication. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that we can do to engage citizens across the country. The the mall event was great because you got to touch tens right. of thousands of people in a location, as Robin said, to show them specific examples of what these agencies do mm-hmm. uh, for our country. Uh, but through uh, you know, new media now, and uh, certainly folks can visit the Public Service Recognition Week website, which is psrw.org, uh, they can you know, see examples. Uh, you know, We work now, we make sure that the the President, the Congress, uh, the Cabinet secretaries, other agency leaders are all taking time to you know show appreciation to their employees um, to talk about the, the accomplishments that they're proud of in, in recent months and weeks, um, but then to also engage uh, you know mayors and, and governors across the country uh, get involved too in, in issuing their own proclamations and events and activities to celebrate their state and local employees.
1: Yeah, I think um, for all our listeners out there, if you're not in the D.C. area, I know we talked about, you know, events, um, we will be talking about events locally, but um, if you go to the website, uh, you can see where there are events taking place around the country, um, and there is that celebration toolkit, um, Todd, that um, you want to tell our listeners about that?
0: I just want to make sure that people do come to our site Mm -hmm. and look for that toolkit because it gives lots of information and hints, ideas about ways that um, any organization, group, office can find their own way to celebrate PSRW. Uh, It can be as simple as um, adopting or using some of the templates that we have about why they're proud to be a public servant and use that to either send out by Twitter or put on your Facebook Try to spread the word and educate your local community. Get the local media out for a 5K. It doesn't have to be that big, but anywhere in between. There's so many things that you can do. You can write op-ed letters to uh, try to help people understand that, you know, your neighbor's are also working for the government. I think people and, are always surprised
1: about that outside the D.C. area. How many? And feds that's where most
0: people, most feds, are outside have. of the mm-hmm. D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: And Congress seems always a surprise when they sort of rise up out. <laughs> They're surprised <Yeah>. when you <laughs> tell them how many feds they have in their districts. Many right. Times. right, right.
0: Well, <laughs> right. and then when you
2: add state and local employees mm-hmm. into that as well, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, a quantum leap in the the number of people who are you know, doing the work of the country in various ways.
3: Yeah, it's at least 20 million government employees, public servants across the country when you think about all of the state and local level public servants. Uh, And as Todd says, you know, over, I think it's about 65% of the federal workforce is outside the Washington, D.C. area, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, across our country or even around the world. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, it's easy to be
3: jaded about this
0: concept of like why celebrate public servants? All like, you know, they're celebrated every day when they get a paycheck. And, you know, that's not a very fair way to, to look at it you know private industry has their own ways of rewarding their employees they get bonus they get this they get that and that's accepted by the public as of course right but when it comes to you know public yeah. employees well they, yeah. they don't even deserve yeah. what they Keep get the country and of course running, that's just you know? not true <laughs> so you know one right. quick aside that i'll tell you is like last year during psrw i was at the post office and i i said hey you know i want to thank you especially this week and she uh, sadly she didn't know it's psrw but on the other hand, she was beaming and just like, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice to know that somebody out there actually is appreciative. And I said, oh, it's way beyond, you know, just me. There's all there's thousands of people out who are who are aware. So um, I just ask people not to be jaded and just, you know, it doesn't take you but five minutes to help put the word out there. And you don't know who's going to be positively affected by that.
1: Oh, That is so, that is nice. Um, we're going to take a break right now. Um you're listening to Fed Talk and Federal News Radio 1500 AM, and we'll continue our discussion after this break and a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio 1500 AM. Today we're featuring a discussion on this year's Public Service Recognition Week, or PSRW for those of us in the know. And uh, Robin, during our break, you mentioned um, an aspect of the toolkit that you want to um, bring up. Yeah, one of the things that's in the
2: toolkit is the How to Celebrate guide. And part of that guide is a great section towards the end called Did You Know? And it gives some really interesting facts about things that government employees have done, discoveries that they've made. Um, Things like Kevlar was originally developed by NASA. And has obviously invented a lot of things. Yeah, Yeah. NASA invented a lot of things. Um, (laughs) And then just you know all of the good work that gets done by NIH and other scientists. Um, You know, in the news recently has been the new immunotherapy treatments for different types of cancer. And that actually one of the Service to America Medals winners last year was deeply involved in that over the course of his entire forty-plus year career. Um, so those are some amazing accomplishments that are coming out of government work.
1: And that was the one with the thyroid cancer I saw in the mm-hmm. paper? Oh, okay. And that's the Sammies for, right? Yes. And um, uh, that's coming up in May 3rd?
3: Yes. Well, during Public Service Recognition Week, uh, the Partnership for Public Service on Tuesday, May 3rd, we will announce our 2016 Sammies finalists. Uh, we have 32 employees and teams from across the federal government, uh, representing uh, dozens of federal agencies. And they're working on uh, environmental protection and restoration. They're working on law enforcement to, uh, you know, help our veterans that might be uh, in prison or in the justice system to help them uh, with treatments that they uh, won't end up uh, back in jail or end up on the streets. Uh, They are helping to cure diseases, as as Robin mentioned, Mm -hmm. and uh, even you know treating things like uh, the avian flu uh, that, that struck our country last year. So there's a, a whole range of, of stories that we'll be celebrating as part of Public Service Recognition Week uh, through the through the SAMIs programs mm-hmm. and in, in, introducing those federal employees who have really made remarkable accomplishments uh, through their work. And some of them, as Robbie mentioned, have been in service for decades, uh, 30, 40, 50 years, Others are pretty new to government service yeah, mm-hmm. and have just been uh, maybe fewer than five years and are, are still in their younger years and have a lot to promise uh, going forward, but are doing things to you know work on international trade, border security, mm-hmm. uh, you name it, if it's if an important issue to our country. Uh, there are federal employees that are working on it and uh, receiving recognition for that.
1: Yeah, they um the they usually the Washington Post usually profiles a few of the I think semifinalists or or winners. Um, and um, I love reading about them every year. Um, you feel like a little bit like a loser um, because they're so accomplished. But, um, but they certainly, I mean, it's just amazing and um, just really awe-inspiring the work that is being performed by people that are doing it just for the public good, certainly not for the compensa- monetary compensation Absolutely. or even
2: recognition.
1: Or even recognition. You or know, there's not really,
2: other than the, mm-hmm. the Sammys, there's not mm-hmm. really a whole lot of public recognition of what... Um, Public employees are doing
1: mm-hmm. for the
2: good of the country all the
3: time, and really, all government employees should just feel proud—not just of these accomplishments, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. A- anyone working in the mission support fields. If they're in HR or IT or acquisition, you know, they need to to recognize and feel appreciated for their efforts to make those monumental achievements happen. Right, it's they're not, just, they're not the subject
1: right. matter expertise, particularly of the agency, but they're the Agreed. the engine that makes the agency run exactly. and you know mm-hmm. they keep it going mm-hmm. and um make sure that those people are getting paid and,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, right.
1: and uh but no i just i, I love uh, i love reading those profiles i look forward to to so folks
3: can go on service to org, and there's also a link from the psrw.org website and uh, on, on tuesday may 3rd is when the new Sami's finalists will be announced uh, for this year
0: you know, one thing that government is historically horrible at is touting uh, tooting its own horn. Mm-hmm. And especially in these times, there's a um, people generally keep, want to keep their heads down, you know, so not be seen at all. And so we're just trying to move that a little forward and recognize all the great things that are happening all the time. And they're not going to be the ones that stand up and say, but wait a minute, look at all the great things I'm doing. You know, I've been honored to be able to go to those breakfasts where the nominees for the Service to America Medal winners are being announced.
1: Do you and feel like a loser and too? You're, oh absolutely
0: <laughs> I, oh i'm embarrassed to be at the table but that's but the point is that you're talking to these folks mm-hmm. and many of them you know they're with a team and they are so oh no no it's not me it's my team you know mm-hmm. it's really sweet of you all to say nice things Always humble oh so humble you know and you're talking to them about their kids you know soft baseball team or whatever and these are just the people that are out there in the world but they're also heroes So Mm -hmm. it's it is humbling, and yes, I do feel very small. But uh, but I get to hang out with them, so it's kind of cool. And
1: and they've given such sacrifice. Some of them have moved around, you know. Absolutely, you bring up families, but um, and they're they're not doing it for the recognition. And they're not, and that's
2: that's why public employees roundtable. You know, our mission is to promote, educate, and recognize public service, and. You know, promoting is about encouraging people to consider careers in public service. Educating is really about educating the public about what your government does for you. And then that important part of recognizing the contributions of public servants.
1: Right. I think we we said before the show started, everyone always thinks you can shrink the government until all of a sudden it affects the individual. And you realize the government does quite a lot for you um, to help you you and your life. Um, and and make it easier. Yeah, well, and, and better. I think
2: you know we we see the effects sometimes of shrinking government, mm-hmm. where it does affect individuals. You know, we've just come through tax season, and people might complain about long wait times on the phone if they needed help from an IRS agent in answering a question about their taxes. But if we shrink the number of, number of people available to do that, it makes it a lot more. Difficult, you know, right. the public does start to feel those things, and so right. we have to be Right, I saw some stats on that, that
1: with the IRS and how it has really um, uh, affected their their both their ability to to um, collect, but also mm-hmm. to serve the public and answer questions. And, and
2: that's really at the root of all p- public mm-hmm. service is mm-hmm. serving the public, mm-hmm. um, and that I think that gets lost sometimes. People forget.
1: Hmm. And um, we talked a little bit about the state and local. So how did they team up with y'all? Um, are they part of uh, PER, um, or is it just that they've they been there from the beginning?
3: There's a, a variety of ways that Public Service Recognition Week is celebrated outside the Beltway. Uh, through some of our other member organizations, um, uh, think about NARF, uh, the National mm-hmm. Association of Retired and Current Federal Employees, um, and also the uh, NASPA Uh, Along with um, the federal executive boards, which are the representative bodies for federal employees that work in large metropolitan areas like Oklahoma City or Houston or L.A., Uh, each of those organizations uh, helps share information and they will host their own events, uh, awards, luncheons uh, to celebrate their own accomplishments in those areas and to uh, promote to the the local community the, the work that they're doing. So as I mentioned earlier, Uh, They will help with encouraging their governors and mayors to issue proclamations to participate in Public Service Recognition Week uh, or to just uh, share stories and and thank yous to their public servants.
2: And a lot of the schools of public service across Mm. the country um, Mm. through our member organizations, NASPA and NASPA, do encourage celebrations on their university campuses and use it as a time to educate students about careers in public service. Mm -hmm hmm Oh, that's
1: really smart. That's really smart. Um, Todd. Yes.
3: <laughs> Other <laughs> than the
1: toolkit, um, mm-hmm. what else should they find on the website? Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, they should definitely click on the events tab at the mm-hmm. top that's because right. it does lay out the different things going on. And you know some of these are specific to the – well, these are specific to the D.C. area, but um, the D.C. United soccer team here in uh, Washington – uh has they're celebrating public servants this weekend Saturday uh at 5:30 with the game against the New England Revolution and uh they gave us disc uh, they offered us discounted tickets sadly those are not available anymore but the game will still uh, recognize public servants and there and, are still
2: tickets available and
0: absolutely tickets available and uh we're going to be talking about the 5k there trying to get people out to the 5k next week um, May first, that I'll let Robin mm-hmm. talk about a bit more. Okay, so um,
1: so a couple of you are going to go to the soccer game tomorrow, and that's mm-hmm, at RFK mm-hmm. for those of us in the DC area. Um, and and they're going to have like a celebration, acknowledgement of, of, of right. the public. That's nice. supposed to
0: be put up, up, up on the jumbotron and just you know have a thank you oh. for your service, that kind of thing. And uh, they did very well by us last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim and his team had. Worked it out last year, so we have a good relationship there. We have a good relationship with the uh, Washington Nationals baseball team, okay. and
3: uh, yeah, I think a lot of the sports teams are, are accustomed to doing salutes to the troops and sure. to the military. Oh, right. And right. at least here in the Washington D.C. area, yeah, working with the, with the D.C. United, so,
1: like it's a big footprint yeah. here. Yeah. But right.
3: also, you know, with the federal government being uh, so strong here, the mm-hmm. the D.C. United Washington Nationals also want to do that uh, show of support to our government employees. Mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. they, Well, they should. DC I mean, it United, is a
1: government town.
3: Yeah, the the soccer game this weekend, but then on uh, May 24 is when the Washington Nationals will have their salute to public service. Unfortunately, neither team has a home game during PSRW, <laughs> during the first week of May. Right. Uh, so we were able to work with them to pick a, a special recognition game, appreciation game. Uh,
1: talk to the uh, leagues about <laughs> right. it for
3: right, next right, year right, right, and right. say, right. excuse right.
1: me, but... <laughs>
3: And I'll, and I'll plug DC United a
0: little bit more, too, just because uh, they offered and general, generously are giving part of the ticket sales uh, back to FIA, as, as a charity that we'll talk about a little bit more mm-hmm. later on that's for mm-hmm. federal employees. So we really appreciated that. Uh, and then that was for their the, idea. so
1: That is a great idea. And then for the Nats, um, what's happening at that game?
3: Uh, that will be a variety of activities. Again, they're planning to do some on-field recognition before the game uh, we're still coordinating exactly uh, which groups will, will be out there so on the I'm field. Gonna but say play ball. We, <laughs> I knew someone who did that last year. We've had year. a play ball announcer. <laughs> we've had uh, someone throughout the first pitch. Mm-hmm. We've had just uh, re- we've had the Sammy's finalists out on the field to be recognized. Uh, so there's a variety of opportunities where they want to involve uh, public servants in the game, in that mm-hmm. recognition, and, and just like DC United offering a, a nice discount. So. As, as Todd, Todd mentioned, if you visit the PSRW website and click on the events page, you can then uh, click on the links in order to, to sign up and receive the government employee's discount, which is actually valid for every Nationals game throughout the regular season. So if they're not able to go on May 24th, oh, wow. Uh, you can go out with your family, your office. You can pull together a group of coworkers that want to go to a game together. Every game, uh, every yeah. game throughout yeah. the, oh, the regular good. season. Or, yeah, home, game. <laughs> home so game. They have
1: half price for the military on Sunday. They did. La- I assume they're doing it again this year because they don't know. they do it every. Yeah. Yeah. My brother takes advantage of that for his kids. But yeah, they I'm do. Not-
3: they do a nice discount and also some uh, Nats bucks that you can use right. for for buying oh, merchandise nice. or food, food while you're there. So <laughs> it really is a great benefit. Uh, that you know government employees, especially federal employees in this area should should take advantage of.
1: And and you know, for all you Nats fans out there, of which I am one, um, they're off to a really good start. So you'll you'll probably see a, a pretty start. good game. Well, you it's know, it's a fun so team to watch. It is a great, great team to watch. Yeah. It is fun. Um so that's May twenty fourth. Right. And they can get the discount well, they should go through the website.
3: Right. Yeah. They need to to go through the website uh, in order to you know register to receive the discount code. Um, But then once they have the information, they can go and and log on to the Nats website in order to go to any games they like. But we hope they'll join us on the 24th to see the special tributes that the the Nationals will put together.
1: Okay. Oh, Robin? Oh. All right. So I think right now we're going to take a break um, and we'll continue our discussion after this um, word from our sponsor. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m.
0: you're a federal law enforcement officer, then you know to do your job, you tap inside sources. To have a voice on policy and legislation, you join FLIOA. And when you want federal law enforcement officer news and up-to-date federal court decisions, you read fedagent.com. If you aren't reading fedagent.com, subscribe today. It's free. Don't let this source pass you by. I'm John Adler, President of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, and I approve this message.
1: to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. So one of the events uh, that um, I want to turn to is coming up and actually occurs during. Uh, it actually F- kicks off. There you go. Public Service Recognition <laughs> Week this year. Robin, want to tell us all yeah, about it? So
2: we're, we're very excited. This year is the fourth annual Public Service 5K. Um, we've held it for the last three years and again this year in Anacostia Park here in Washington, D.C., it's a great um, venue for a race. It's actually a fairly flat course, which um, a lot of people who are not heavy-duty runners appreciate. It is so beautiful <laughs> down there. It's a gorgeous it spot. Is. It really is a gorgeous spot. It's right along the river. You can actually see the, the Nationals ballpark mm-hmm. um, from the, from the race course. Um, And, uh, you know, the Nats um, showing their support again will be sending one of the racing presidents out to help us get the runners um, off the starting line. And we're actually hoping also to have um, Slash and Topspin, who are the Washington Castles professional tennis team mascots. Oh, neat. Um, so we're pretty excited about Smoky that.
1: Smokey was there one year. Yeah. Smokey
2: was, was there. there, yeah. Yeah, uh, we've maybe. had lots of different mascots. Yeah. Um, They're happy to take pictures have... with the kids but and Smoky's others. Not yeah. He's not a mascot. No, he's not. Yeah, He's not a mascot. Sorry. Um, but sorry,
1: Park Service. Sorry, Smokey.
2: Um, <laughs> we've had um, Owly. Who is from the National Weather Service? Um, he's not able, unfortunately, to join us this year, but um, they've come for a couple of years, so it's it's a it's a fun time and it's actually a great family event. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not just for serious runners; it's for runners and joggers and walkers. But you do um, get a
1: time. I mean, it's, you do it's, get a time. Yes. So if you official. if you it's are a serious race. runner, it's it is. Official.
2: We you know mm-hmm. we we have a a timing company that comes out and you get the little. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, electronic tag that's on your, on your bib. Training
1: for the Marine Corps um, Marathon around here or something. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's, and it's a, it's mm-hmm. a
2: great, great race to start off the running season with mm-hmm. as well for folks who are more serious about their running. Um, but it's a good family event. We actually, we allow folks with strollers out on the course, we ask them to start at the back of the pack so they don't get in the way of the serious <laughs> runners. Um, but it's just, it's a great family event. And this year we're also really excited. Um, two of our sponsors, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Giha, um, which are organizations that are part of the federal employees' health benefits um, program, are gonna come out and give some information about health and wellness. And they're also sponsoring. Blue Cross is going to bring out some instructors, and they're going to do an instructor-led stretching session before the race starts. For anybody who wants to join in with that, and then a fun exercise class afterwards that's open to anyone, participants and spectators alike. Oh wow, this join has in gotten quite expansive. Yeah, it no, first we're, we're pretty excited. Yeah. Um, and we've got we've got a vendor coming out to bring coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be some free, free ice coffee. cream, free coffee, and mm-hmm. free ice free coffee,
1: ice cream. free ice, <laughs> you and your tchotchkes because they always. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. um, so it should you know
2: it's a, it's a great family event. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned earlier, um, my organization, FIA, the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund, benefits from the proceeds of the event. So once we pay all of the uh, the folks who help us make the event possible, the timing group and and everyone else, um, any proceeds that are left after that are donated to help federal employees in need. And that's something that we do every day of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, We help over a thousand federal families every year when they're having temporary financial difficulties. And that can be from something like the flooding that's going on in Houston right now. Um, Certainly a lot of federal employees in that part of the country. And when they're struggling, waiting for insurance to approve their claim, but they might need to try to get a tree out of their front yard or something like that. Um, We help with those things. And then we help with personal emergencies. Mm -hmm. So when people are struggling, not because they've run up their credit card debt and taken big vacations, but because their child's been sick and they've had to take leave without pay to care for that sick child. And they're then struggling to pay their rent, pay their mortgage, pay their utility bills. Um, That's when FIA steps in and makes a no interest loan. Um, And the, the employees pay those back. Um, and are very grateful to be able to pay it back and pay it forward to go on and help someone else who is in need down the road.
1: Well, that's wonderful. So for May 1st, Sunday... I believe it's at the crack of dawn, but maybe maybe shortly thereafter. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, you know, we
2: actually, I think we have a, a reasonable start time. The race actually kicks off at 9 a.m., so okay, it's not, not, not super okay. early, okay. Um, and there is still time to register. Good. Um, you can go to publicservice5k.com mm-hmm. and register to participate. It's a fairly nominal registration fee. You get a mm-hmm. cool t-shirt. Um, and, again, it's a great family event. We do have discounts for both teams of adults and families um, that are still available. When and the money is
1: going toward other feds. So for all of you out there, this is a good way to walk or run or, you know, stroll along the river. It's just beautiful down there. i just remembering, thinking. <laughs> I've done 5K sort of along the, the Georgetown waterfront mm-hmm. area, you know, to and from Jefferson Memorial and all that. And then there's this untapped resource that you found down in Anacostia. And I just, I love it. It's beautiful. Right.
0: It's all within the park. Mm-hmm. So you're not on public, you know, roads. Yeah. There's like no that. danger it's...
1: from
2: cars. The Park Service shuts down the road for the duration of the race. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Okay. So that's Sunday. And they can go to uh,
2: publicservice5k.com okay. to register and get all of the information about I, the
1: race. And if they want more information on FIA, they can go
2: to www.feea.org. Okay.
1: Hopefully you won't need it, but it's there in case you have those emergencies.
0: And sadly, I'll be out of town this weekend after all. So I'm doing the virtual run. So at some point, that's you know, convenient. I'll get my T-shirt and uh, make sure that I have proof that's of convenience
2: that you're out a few, of town. Blocks
4: down the road. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's a good point, though, Todd. That's you know that's actually a new component that we added to the race this year because we recognize that there are so many federal employees mm-hmm. who are outside the D.C. area, and we wanted them to be able to be part of the race. Um, and so we've actually um, there's a great group from the uh, Department of Energy in Chicago. Um, they've gotten together a whole team of virtual runners and they're actually going to go out on May 1st and, um, do a, a 5k themselves. Um, but we're going to send them their t-shirts and, uh, so they'll, they'll be part of it
1: from Chicago. So there's really no excuse for anyone. If you're out of town or (laughs) don't live in the DC area, you can do your 5k. And it's a run
0: walk so you can walk it.
1: Yep. Yep. That's what I... That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you can scroll, you too. can skip, you can hop, what, whatever you want to do. Jim, you're going to be there?
3: I will not be joining uh, this year's 5K, but uh, I'll be there for You sure. can do the virtual one.
1: <laughs> so now you're trapped. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you did that.
3: <laughs>
0: but lots of other people are going to be there. Yes. You know, hundreds of people will be there, so...
1: Oh yeah, no, and I hope you have a great weather.
2: We um, did, we did put our order in for good weather, so we're hoping that's honored. It's beautiful <laughs>
1: here in the DC area. If anyone wants to do a little road trip and do the five k, it's a it's a nice way to yes to to um, spend a weekend. Um, May is just lovely. Uh, what else do we have going on? We have a Twitter campaign.
3: Well, on uh, Thursday, May fifth, um, we will be working the Partnership for Public Service in partnership with. Young Government Leaders is going to have a Twitter chat in the afternoon from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. And it's an opportunity for young feds uh, who have recently joined uh, government service to talk about their experience of coming into government and the things that they've been able to, to work on as, as new uh, federal employees and, and uh, maybe offer some tips on working through the, the hiring process of getting into the federal government. And,
1: and, how, and how did these um – young employees or these new employees, I guess I should say, um, how did they get involved in this?
3: Well, they're um, as one of the per-member organizations uh, called Young Government Leaders. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is traditionally folks that are maybe in the, the 30, 35 and younger crowd. Right. Um, but, you know, come together as part of that organization to share their experiences um, and help each other, you know, work through whether they're management issues or or leadership training, um, that that organization just helps to also in, inspire and help each other, and so uh, through the, the the Twitter chat, uh, and, and folks can uh, simply follow us on Twitter uh, hashtag PSRW. But for this particular uh, Twitter chat, we'll have the hashtag AskGoGov, A-S-K GoGov, and that will be an opportunity for people to join that conversation. So if they uh, want to start following hashtag PSRW now. And we'll continue to, to tweet about these events that are going on the the 5K and the Twitter chat and the mm-hmm. Sammy's finalists and so forth. Uh, then they'll be able to to get information about that uh, Twitter chat as well and, and join the conversation.
1: And when are these uh, young government um, folks doing theirs? What what day was that?
3: This will be on Thursday, May 5th, from okay. two to three p.m.
1: Okay. When everyone hopefully is working, but <laughs> if you're not working during those. Uh, hours. Just
0: ask your boss to do something. Yeah. It needs to be done, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, have, have some work related to Twitter and go on there and then uh, give some feedback and that's in, that's interesting. Yeah, that is a very active organization for the young government leaders. They um mm-hmm. they're out and about and they're also quite impressive. They're future Sammy winners. Um so I'm a little slightly depressed now. I'm not going to be feeling like a loser with them, but, you know, (laughs) but they're they're go-getters and it's Mm -hmm. it's really Mm -hmm. remarkable. And
0: they're across the country like most of the organizations in the Public Employees Roundtable, you know, it's national in scope. So we're talking about a lot of things happening in D.C. for PSRW, but this is definitely something we're hoping that folks will celebrate across the country and...
1: How does per all communicate with each other with all these organizations and all these locations Jim, Jim calls us <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: a lot of coordinated via email, but uh, we we get together uh, here in the d c area uh routinely just to to coordinate efforts and you know talk about what are the kinds of messages we want to share, uh, what uh, different events and activities are each our organizations gonna gonna take on from year to year
1: and this is the big one yeah mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. a but you all are doing things all year round, so if, if they want to get more information on PER.
3: Yeah, if, uh, if folks are on the PSRW website, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a whole about page that lists all of the PER member organizations mm-hmm. with links to uh, each of their websites, so if you want to learn about a, a particular organization and their mission, and uh, some of them are member-based organizations to be able to join. Uh, they can they certainly do that.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned, I mean, it's not—it's managers, it's union, it's—it's it's just a whole gamut of mm-hmm. of the federal employees sector, mm-hmm. you know, across the board. So um, you'd be hard pressed not to find an organization that you didn't fall under, you know. Absolutely. Um, and they're all very well established. Just go on their website and um, and click on. I mean. For, for, I guess, half half the federal government, you can find the federal employed women, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. the few organizations I've dealt with them, they're very active as well. So um, the, uh, the other thing you'll find on the website is our whiteboard campaign. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that's something that we started a couple of years ago. So there are templates on the page to download that have the prompts, either I heart public service because or I'm proud to serve because. And people fill those out, talk about why they love public service, why they're proud to be a public servant, um, and take pictures and tweet them and Instagram them. And um, agencies have used that as a team building exercise, you know, kind of get to know why you're colleagues are here. What brings people to public service. And you service. get people
1: actually doing this? Yeah, it's it's really I inspiring. It cynical. I know we're not supposed no, to for this hour. Bad, but It, is,
2: it is really inspiring. Um, and that's, you know, we started it a, a couple of years ago to see if it would anybody take us mm-hmm. up on it. And mm-hmm. agencies have around the country have really embraced it and done some really cool and interesting things. I think there were a couple of agencies that actually did videos mm-hmm. um, of their employees holding their signs up but also talking about why they're proud to serve. Um, it's a it's a really fun exercise to do.
1: Oh, that's neat. That's neat. And they can find that on the website. They can see other people's sort of why they are serving through the whiteboard mm-hmm. and then also upload um, their own why they heart it.
4: Um, <laughs> right right mm-hmm. well, and
2: that that hashtag that Jim mentioned the hashtag p s r w yeah. is a, a great way to contribute to the conversation on twitter um and share share the photos of of Are the, you all on
1: facebook too mm-hmm yeah, it sounds like it would be. Cause yeah, you can uh, find trying. Per
3: on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter. and Twitter. Okay. And, you know, really, whatever it is that all, – of all the things that uh, our federal government does, you know, not all benefits and services are needed by every citizen. Mm-hmm. But whatever the things that you need and want are available. So whether it's, uh, you know, your Social Security benefits or uh, you need help with some Clean Water Act enforcement in your neighborhood mm-hmm. or you need help with uh, the IRS – um, you know, those are the things. Um, if you appreciate the Park Service, you know, we'll have you know, citizens that want and to show the their service. sign, their whiteboard about you know mm-hmm. what it is that they care about.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think um, I think you're right. I, the the whole goal is to sort of um, wake up that sleeping giant out there in the country of all these feds that are actually working hard for their neighbors and and their towns and their cities and and nobody really recognizes it, or, or just because everyone's going around there. It's not that they are purposeful, but they don't appreciate all the work that's being done sort of behind the scenes and in front of them um, to, to make their lives better and easier. Um, well, as
3: Todd says, you know, most government servants, you know, they don't go, go to work for the recognition or even for the financial reward. It's about the service to community and service to others. And so – you know, they're naturally humble and unassuming and oftentimes just try to stay out of the spotlight or limelight.
4: Mm-hmm. And so
3: this is our opportunity to to shine the spotlight on them and give them that recognition that we think they deserve.
1: However reluctantly they accept it, <laughs> <Yes>. right? Because <laughs> you're right. They It's always the quiet ones that you're like,
3: wow. They're, they're, right? they're always proud to accept it and then and, and share it with their teams. And so it can be very... Uh, uh, create a tidal wave of, of support when you know each person just moves that little next step further. Hmm.
1: All right, so we're headed into our final break, and, and we're going to take a stop here to hear from our sponsor. And when we'll return, we'll wrap our discussion. And you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio 1500 am. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio 1500 AM. And today we've been featuring a discussion about this year's PSRW. And we're in the final minutes and we've got, oh gosh, so much more we could talk about um, employee recognition, public um, employee recognition. But I thought I'd give each of you an opportunity, maybe if we haven't addressed something, to highlight something that's going on. I'm going to start with Jim because I know that. We've got some proclamations coming out, right?
3: Right. Well, I'll start by saying I think there's really two things that we want folks to, to take away from this conversation and, and the call to action that we think about with Public Service Recognition Week. And so one of those things is, you know, w- you know, whatever your either role in government or interaction with government is, you know, take time to say thank you during PSRW. So if uh, there's agency leaders or managers out there, uh, make sure that during PSRW, you're showing appreciation to your employees, and you know PSRW doesn't not need to involve uh, a huge time or financial commitment. Uh, there's so many things that can be done uh, just with an email. Um, I know that uh, some of our fellow organizations with uh, with PER uh, are you know op-ed uh, writing letters or letters to to members of Congress or to governors. Uh, so you can find those. Um, but and then the second thing is to If if you're in a position to celebrate a government accomplishment, so again, whether you're inside government or outside government, to you know, on your Facebook page or on a if you blog, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're on Twitter, to to find a way to share a story that you know makes you proud of your government employees and public servants, uh, to use this week as an opportunity to do that, and so I can uh, talk to as I mentioned earlier in the show. You know, working with the White House um, and the members of the president's cabinet uh, and members of Congress, you know, we're making sure that they're also using this week to, to issue those messages. And so later next week, um, at the end of next week, or I think around Friday, the 29th of April, uh, we are expecting that the, the White House will I- issue an official uh, proclamation or message from the president uh, expressing his gratitude uh, to the federal employee workforce. Uh, it's it's a, a huge job to be the CEO of the federal government, uh, but we know that he deeply cares about uh, federal employees and, and the work that they're doing, and and wants to take time during PSRW to to share that appreciation. Uh, likewise, uh, we've pulled together, and actually this is on the PSRW website now, a letter signed by all fifteen of the cabinet department heads, mm. uh, the, the the fifteen cabinet secretaries and the attorney general, uh, expressing their their gratitude to the employees of the agency, but also across government. And, and recognizing the the breadth and, and scale of the, of the work that uh, the government workforce does. And then uh, thirdly, uh, working with both the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives uh, have pulled together uh, bipartisan resolutions in both houses, uh, officially designating uh, May 1 through 7, 2016, as Public Service Recognition Week. And again, in those resolutions, you know, stating the many reasons that Ah, uh, we need to be you know proud and appreciative of our government employees across the country, and so we have uh, those resolutions coming out very soon. Uh, they've they've each been introduced, and and so as soon as they've uh, been passed, uh, we'll have those up on the PSRW website as well.
1: And I'm not going to be cynical at all, Todd. I'm going to say they're going to pass before oh, yes. May first.
0: That sounds good. And you know, just following up on that, it's interesting to note in this these times of heightened political discourse. Mm-hmm. That uh, Ronald Reagan was president when the first PSRW took effect, and he gave it as far as you know full support. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's something that's yeah, good for all of us to on remember, all, for goodness' sake. That, uh, yeah. You know, this is something that we're all in for; we're all paying mm-hmm. for it, and it doesn't have to be this game of division. But uh, I'm very proud that you know we're trying to bring folks together on this and make them realize what they've got and how good it is. So, uh, yeah,
1: I think once you take the politics out. I I think, you know, Congress and, you know, this administration, everyone recognizes the importance and the need of the um, public employees. And and
2: this um, is a a time, um, you know, in an election year mm -hmm. where those public employees especially the the federal employees become really important because while there's major change going on at the top of government um, changes in cabinet secretaries changes in political appointees with a new administration Mm -hmm. coming in um, it's the the rank and file federal employees who keep the government moving through that transition and um, help enable us to have a peaceful transition of power in our government, which, which is
1: pretty remarkable. And, is a, and pretty pretty remarkable. to the outside, Absolutely. you know, outside of DC, it <clears throat> looks pretty seamless. You know, I know that people spend a lot of hours and it's a lot of work to transition from one administration to the next, but. Um, you know they they do such a great job that you're like oh ho hum you know of course of course they manage to you know
2: right it it has no effect on yeah. your social security Everything checks keeps rolling or along anything else and, right it, um, it all keeps going
1: you know if you think about it it is very remarkable yeah. the cooperation and and the the dedication that um, from top career down to the bottom uh, level of of the career employees that they know come um, after november uh after the election they're going to be working really hard mm, and long without any sort of breaks um <laughs> just to make sure our constitutional process is is proceeding as it's supposed to mm-hmm. and um so oh, they I'm, yeah. I'm sorry they deserve actually Absolutely. this is a great opportunity i hope um people give themselves shout outs um after that process, well and, well, and what
2: Todd said earlier too about you know thanking a postal employee, there mm-hmm. there are things that we can all do in our daily lives, um, whether it's thanking thanking an employee at the post mm-hmm. office or if you go in to file for Social Security benefits benefits for yourself or somebody else thanking that person um, if you live in a town and you go to renew a permit for something or you know any of those I kinds want to of give things a shout out to the, the person Social Security administration behind the, right the now
1: because I just went online and I um, put in for my replacement card and mm-hmm. I always thought in the back of my head it was gonna be a huge hassle it took me like two minutes and I'm uh, One's apparently coming my way and sometime soon um, so yeah I was, now I have to thank someone yeah. I, I feel guilty yeah. Todd's out there thanking you know someone in the post office I remember <laughs> I did it just earlier this week and I thought that's all that's all I have to do and um, and it, whoever had created that mechanism online um, big shout out from from me not that you really yeah. care about <laughs> it. it really made my life easier I had this vision of walking in somewhere with lots of paperwork to prove who i was and it was there are
3: really so many ways that federal agencies yeah. have been in improving over the, the the recent years to you know make sure their online presence and customer service mm-hmm. uh, and really viewing that uh, citizen services citizen service as customer service uh, to mm-hmm. make sure it's easy and intuitive to to find the the resources you need and and get the the services that you need yeah and uh it, as todd said it really is a, a nonpartisan issue um, where you might you know, have your different political preferences for what government is doing, but you really care about government being effective. Uh, in when, once there's an agreement from the White House and Congress that they come together on uh, decisions of what our government is going to do, that the federal workforce is there to actually implement it in a, a very efficient and effective manner, uh, so that we can get those services.
1: And sometimes implementing things after like having like. Changing course, you know, because they're they're just you know they're doing what they're what Congress and the the administration at the time it's They may change their mind, and then there's the career going. Hey, I just spent you know three years working on that project. All right, you know, and they come in the next day and they start working on it in a new whole new world or a new direction, um, and they do it just quietly and um, without. Complain because that's how our system of government works. Um, so you're right; they um, they really do as directed, um, what Congress and the uh, the president of of the day of the yeah. of the era is uh, telling them to do. And sometimes I imagine it can be very frustrating when it changes.
3: Right. Yep, well, they'll be doing it today. They'll be doing it uh, after Election Day. They'll do be doing mm-hmm. it after Inauguration Day. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, throughout that process, the, uh, the stakes couldn't be higher with regard to national security, mm-hmm. but then uh, all the everyday services that, that we talked about.
0: One thing that the Federal Managers Association tries to do is remind Congress on a regular basis that there's not an agency or department that exists that was not mandated by Congress at some point that's right. why it exists <laughs> right and the jobs that are in government exist they, they because someone asked them to come that. and work for them and do that job <laughs> right and so we're in it together and they may mm-hmm. not like it as it is at the moment and they have a lot more power than you know me personally to make that change um so we uh, instead of just railing on and using folks as political pawns mm-hmm. which is not helpful to anyone we just try to remember remind them you know we work for you absolutely and we are here because you asked us to create this role and the, the administration is in charge of making sure that it runs as effectively as possible but it's only there because congress started the whole thing
1: <laughs> i don't think they like to be reminded of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well they're the ones that can help us do a better job as well so.
1: well that's true all right. Well, I really, really do appreciate the three of y'all's time and it and it is it was a nice time to put away, you know, this cynicism and I'm gonna go I, I see my mailman on, on the weekend, so I will be sure to <laughs> to thank him. I have the same one all these years and so, um and and he puts up with my dog, barking at him like, you know, grabbing through the mail slot, the <laughs> mail and tearing into it and I'm sure he's like, Really? Um, so I'm gonna be sure to thank him for putting up with me and my uh my dogs um and every other neighbor's dogs i'm sure um but i i feel I feel a little guilty. I'm gonna go out and thank my um people that make my life a little better oh good so I think everyone who's been listening, I hope you all are both inspired and also um feel proud of all the work that you do um and that's all the time we have for the show today. Thank you for joining us. That talk is brought to you by the Federal Employment Law Firm, Ms. Shaw Bransford Roth. Um, have a great weekend. Robin, Jim, and Todd, thank you very much for making this a really enjoyable hour. I do appreciate that. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you very much.